Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Honestly, it is a nice day in uh, Charlotte where they're playing the Toast Bowl. Uh, but you have to admit, like, it really is embarrassing. I mean, you look at the stadium, there's like five people there. And I, it's just, it is so awful, this game. And I know Old Dominion's going to win and they're up three scores and all that. They're awful, too. Like, I, I'm sitting here watching this game. I'm like, this is like, I have seen better high school games than this college football game. I Literally, way better high school football games I've seen literally in New York City than what I'm watching right now, this crap. That's what this is, is crap. This is uh, legitimately when we say friends and family only, uh, and it's possible the friends didn't come. It might just be family uh, that's here uh, for these players. because they're, Now, this was supposed to be the Bahamas Bowl, and they're not playing in the Bahamas this year, whatever. So they, they moved this game to Charlotte. I forget the reason why they couldn't have it in the Bahamas. Some airborne way, illness. I, I don't know. But they, they made this move like months ago. But either way, friends and family only, 28 to 7 at the half. Um, I, I, need, I need another 21 points uh, to get me to go. Oh, all right. So that's, that's really all that I care about uh, as far as this game is concerned. Uh, we talked about the Ravens right before the end of the hour. They are now the number one uh, seed in the AFC all to themselves. There's three weeks to go. And they are going to now get ready, Scotty. You talk about a great game to finish off uh, your Christmas Day next week. Did you know the Ravens at the Niners Christmas night? Are you kidding me? The top team in the AFC, the top team in the NFC, right after you throw all the family out and everybody's already opened the presents and they've had enough eggnog and they're all going to pass out. Uh, we welcome in all of our radio affiliates for our Coast to Coast on a Monday, Sirius XM 159 and Sports Violent. So we know the Ravens won, Scotty. The Niners did as well. How about Christian McCaffrey yesterday? Dude had a hat trick. He had so many touchdowns, I can only play you two of them on KNBR, the leader, Greg Papa. Purdy looks right. Now comes back middle. Wide open, McCaffrey. Touchdown! <laughs> See? MC. With a beautiful Cali round. The Arizona 41-yard line. Play clock at 3-2. They snap it. Purdy under 7. 7-step drop. Gets chased out of there. Will throw on the run. Wide open. McCaffrey makes the catch. Goes down. Gets up. Touchdown. CMC. I like it way better when he says San Francisco. My guy, Greg Papa. Unbelievable. I will say this. Uh, because that was 
obvious what they were going to do on Sunday against Arizona. That Christmas day, I'll be on with your boy, the coach, doing a 12 to 4. We're going to get Vegas and Kansas City from Arrowhead with Crybaby Mahomes and Fatso. And then on top of that, we're going to have the Bucks and Knicks, the Warriors and Nuggets. And then there's three other games on Christmas, Boston and the Lakers at the Crypt in Lipstick City, Phillies at Miami, and Dallas and Phoenix. And you can watch Whiny Boy play uh, against the Big Two because Beal's done. So you can watch uh, the Slovenian Whiny Boy uh, cry all day long on Christmas Day and blame Santa and the Grinch for all the bad calls he doesn't get. Uh, Mr. Whiny Boy, the Slovenian. I won't say his name. I can't stand him dead. Uh, dead. You and you and Coach on during the Nick game. Uh, that should be fun on Christmas Day. We get Four hours. Coach doing with the Knicks uh, on Christmas afternoon. So look forward to that. Uh, of course, uh, after the win yesterday, and uh, the Niners are now running away with the NFC, uh, now the talk is the MVP, Scotty. So Dak lost yesterday, so he slips back a little bit. And right. Brock Montana is at Ooh. the front of the line. But Brock Montana, before I give you his odds, Scotty, he says he doesn't think he should be the MVP. He thinks his teammate, Christian McCaffrey, should be the MVP. Brock, you just gave a great description of Christian and what he means to the team. What's your case for him to be MVP? Dude, I think I think Christian should be MVP. I think I, I really do believe that. You know, he does everything um, for us, runs the ball well, can catch the ball. He does everything. And so, in my eyes, that's an MVP. Yeah, without a doubt, like, this guy scores so many touchdowns and makes so many plays on uh, running it, catching it, yards after catch, touchdowns. I mean, I agree. I think that McCaffrey is the most valuable player in the NFL. And it's had, I know they want to give it to Mahomes every year. The NFL does their best. Roger and company, they do everything they can to give the Chiefs all the awards. But no one can hold this guy's jock. I got to tell you, I, I would I would lean to McCaffrey as well. Uh, if, if it was da- if it down, I just think about it. You know how they always do the, well, if you take the guy off the team, how many more wins would they have? I, I think that if you took McCaffrey off the Niners, it would hurt a lot more than taking Purdy off of them. I, I just, Horribly. That's no, and, and that's not me, Scotty, knocking Purdy. Purdy has been awesome this year. In fact, we wondered how, what he was going to do this year. Now everybody's watched his tape. Is he going to be as good? He he already he sent the message. He could play in the NFL. Yes. He's a real good quarterback. Okay, we don't have to make fun of him anymore. But McCaffrey is the reason why that team is where they are with what he does every single week. And McCaffrey's 20 to 1 right now still, and Brock Montana's minus 210 or whatever he is up there, minus 200 uh, up on the board uh, as a, as the favorite. Now, these things change. There's 3 weeks to go here. You know, if Lamar Jackson goes into San Francisco next Monday night and beats them, Scotty, what, we we moving Lamar to the top of the board? Because I probably would. Listen, I've never seen anything like the way this guy, uh, and, you know, I've said on this show, uh, he's my favorite player. I hate his guts because I'm a Steeler fan, but he is my favorite player to watch play football in the NFL. Watching that guy drop back and like pinball wizard dodge sacks 
and dodge pass rushers and dodge blitzes and run around in circles and get outside and still throw ropes for first downs and touchdowns. And when he runs, when is the last time he ran and didn't get a first down? He is a absolute savage. And if he goes in and beats Purdy and the Niners, uh, well, first of all, they got McCaffrey at 20 to one. So the, the, the house thinks there's no way he's winning the MVP. And I think those odds are absurd. They're absolutely yeah. absurd. Josh Allen does not deserve to be above Christian McCaffrey for what? They're finally over 500 and suddenly he's the MVP of the league. He can't hold McCaffrey's jock this year either. And you know it. So I think those odds that uh, you just showed from BetMGM, they're terrible. But BetMGM yeah. should rethink, they should rethink their crappy odds is what they should do because those, let me be clear, real clear here on the network, those odds suck. Well, they always and I'm right. seem to give it to the quarterback. So that's why the quarterbacks are always weighed a lot higher than running backs. But when you're having the type of season he's having, I, I think it's worthy of it. I really do. I think it's worthy of it. More. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Listen, I don't want to... Uh, I know you're going to talk about this later. Oh, so you're going you're gonna to hit the UCLA thing later, so I'll just hold off yeah. on this. But I'm just going to throw this out there for now, and then we'll talk about it when we get to that point. I don't see what reason why, why all this talk of firing Chip Kelly. I don't understand the expectations yeah. of UCLA. To me, they're Cal and Stanford and UCLA. They just don't matter in college football. They're not built to be in the playoff. They're a basketball school that's built for a run in the NCAA tournament. I've never once thought Chip Kelly could take UCLA to a college football playoff. Well, I think that people there, when they hired him, expected that within five or six years they would be at the Oregon, Washington. Uh, well, type they're of high. Level. Uh, Those people are high. 
Uh, so, Chip, yes, uh, beat the LA Bowl. I'll give you later on. Chip had some very interesting comments about uh, how college uh, football, rural college sports in general, should change. So, Good. hopefully, we'll have some time for that later on here on Coast to Coast. All right, let's go through the rest of these games first. Browns got down to the Bears in Cleveland yesterday, Scotty. Flacco threw a bunch of picks, but then in the second half, he finally started to get things cooking. Then Browns go ahead 20-17. to 17. One last shot for the Bears. The Hail Mary from Justin Fields on Fox. Fields, chased by Garrett, flushed, looking, sets up, throwing deep. Hail Mary, end zone, deflected, oh. tipped, and intercepted. Almost caught, and then a deflection into the hand. Darnell Mooney should get coal in his stocking after dropping that ball right in his hands and in his belly. Could he have had any like better of a chance to be a no. hero in his life? I mean, the ball was literally right in his onions, in his belly, and in his hands, and he still dropped it. Not only did he drop it, but he popped it up in the air so the Browns could pick it off. I blame everything on Mooney. I blame everything. I blame taxes, bad government, weather systems. I blame it all on Mooney. Everything. It's it, it's, it, it, it almost it almost defied the law of physics. Like it it landed in his stomach. Like he's laying on the ground. There's no. It was like the game was I fixed. Couldn't like, believe that the I, ball flipped back up in the air. It was over. Uh, it was unbelievable. A bizarre play. Uh, and the Browns now win. The Browns. And big for the Browns, Scotty, because now they have they continue to have a leg up They're good. on the rest of that pack right behind them. You know, they got that ninth win, whereas everyone else still has eight They're in. Bills, Bengals, etc. So a uh, huge win for the Browns. Next, the Texans stay in the race uh, with eight wins. Why? They were down 13-0 in Tennessee to the Titans. Amazingly, it was Case Keenum, Scotty. They decided, uh, which was a late change instead of Davis Mills, Case Keenum comes in. Leads the charge uh, for the Texans, gets them to overtime, where Fairburn sends them home happy on CBS. John Weeks, the snapper, Cam Johnston, the holder. Fairburn's kick is good, and the Texans win it here in Nashville. So I never even realized that it was Keenum all day. I'm sitting there watching this game with Marinci. Uh, they're both so bad. I thought the whole day it was Mills playing and never noticed that it was Keenum. I don't even care who played quarterback. The fact that they were down 13-zip and won that game in overtime, I think D'Amico Ryans has done a hell of a job, job in Houston. Great coaching job by him. Nice start to his coaching career. And that's when guys win that award, right? We talk about this all the time. A guy that takes a team that nobody expected to be this good. Like, I, yeah. I think everybody, they keep making Campbell the favorite for that award. All the talk for six months going into the year was the Lions were going to be good, right? Everybody expected the Lions right. to be better off of the way they finished. Nobody expected the Texans to win eight games and who knows, maybe even more You're over right. the next three weeks. I think Ryan's has done the best job. Uh, out of anybody so far. Unequivocally, you're dead right. No doubt. Uh, next, the Bucks, Scotty. 
Still, first place you believe in the this NFC team? South. They get the 77 <laughs> over six and a half and wins. And you got to dig it. Winner. And I got to dig it. Over six and a half wins with weeks to spare. Woo! No sweat on that one. They go Woo! to Lambeau. Baker Mayfield getting it done on CBS. Mike Cavins got Rashad White, but Chris Godwin's been fantastic. Third and four, and that pass is caught by Moore. First down and more. David Moore exploding to the end zone. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. A 52-yard strike. I think White, Moore, Evans, Baker Mayfield, I got to give them all. Rock star status, badass. All of them are just playing phenomenal. Like, we refuse to lose football. I think they're a fun team. I would love to see them slip into that last slot because they give everyone a game every week, no matter where it is. They certainly do. And you know who else I feel good for? Because we've always liked this guy. I know it's been a lot of ups and downs for him is I feel good for Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Thrown out in thrown out in Cleveland, thrown out in Carolina after like seven games, and Rule was an idiot and everything. Goes to LA, played well for those two or three games with McVay at the end of last year. Now he's maybe finding a home uh here in Tampa. If he can get the, man. the playoffs and win the division. Uh tremendous job by Baker Mayfield this year in Tampa. Staying in the NFC South. The Falcons will now fall a game behind the Bucks for first place as they were playing in, once again, a monsoon in Carolina. They had the ball, had the ball up 7-6. to six. They're going in uh, to basically put the game away uh, from Carolina, and Ritter throws an awful pick at the goal line. Carolina ends up on this long drive that takes out the rest of the game, and at the end, they win it on Fox. Here we go. And Eddie Pinheiro, a fourth-year man out of Florida, of Nicaraguan descent, will try to boot the Panthers to a win and deliver a huge blow to the playoff hopes of the Falcons and give Chris Tabor his first win as an NFL head coach, and he's done it. Break out the cigar, Chris Tabor. It's the first win of your head coaching career in the NFL. Uh, what does Nicaragua have to do with anything here? That's where All I know is that no one cares, okay? More people care about Haro going to Costa Rica than about the Nicaraguan <laughs> kicker. Thanks so much. Here's the deal. Uh, Ritter sucks. Yes. He got to go. They, they got to make a change in Atlanta. We've seen enough of you, bro. You are terrible. And again, Ritter sucks. I said this to you earlier before the show Terrible. started. I, I firmly believe they would have won at least two more games You're if right. Heineke played every single game this year. I, right. I really believe they would have won at least two more. And here's the other one again Without yesterday doubt, with Arthur Mike. Smith. And Arthur Smith can't figure it out. And I think he is going to get chopped, Scotty, at the end of this season because of the way <laughs> Another that, coaching because, change. Because of the way this has gone. You draft B. John Robinson with a top 10 pick and then you don't use him again. You don't use like him. it was like he just and I get he fumbled early in the game. All right, fine. The kid so what? He's your he's your best offensive player. They got this this guy Tyler Algier. Just he's four yards in a cloud of dust. It's just amazing how badly Arthur Smith has screwed up uh, the Atlanta Falcons this year. And now they are six and eight. 
and a game behind not only the Bucks but the Saints as well because the Saints, Scotty, beat the Giants 24-6 to quickly. Carter Juwan Johnson on Fox. Yeah, he's an explosive, dynamic wide receiver. Carr looking, now throws, end zone, touchdown, Jawan Johnson. I hate Derek Carr, and that cost me all yeah. kinds of money yesterday that, that uh, no Cutlets didn't yesterday. show up to play. No, they look no like Cutlets. crap. The Jets and Giants both barfed all over themselves. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is a whole new jungle. This is The Lion's Share, brought to you by BetMGM. Honestly, like, I'm watching this Western Kentucky. Uh, they are so awful. I, I don't even know, like, what, what is – I've seen better Pop Warner football from eighth graders, honestly, than watching this team, how bad they are. Uh, by the way, uh, the boost token thing going on at BetMGM is phenomenal. Seven days of parlays on BetMGM. Account holders going to receive a boost token to use on select parlays and same-game parlays each day during this stretch. Go to the seven days of parlays page. Claim your daily reward. They're just giving away boost tokens because they love people. Receive a parlay boost token to use on select parlays and same-game parlays each day during the promotion. Today, you can get a pro football same-game parlay boost token. Today, you heard me. Score a bigger payout if you win your parlay with the token activated. Happy holidays from the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM. Davis Lee Rodmatic joins us from Fantasy Sports Today. You see him on Coast to Coast every day. So I want to talk to you about... Yamamoto and the 300 million he's going to get. No one's ever seen him pitch in the show, but they're going to give him $300 million. And then let me tell you about a kid, uh, Roki Sasaki, 
who's 20 years old, has thrown two no-hitters. In one of them, he had 19 strikeouts and 13 strikeouts in a row. He was the star of the WBC, and he's 20. What are they going to give him? $500 million? Because he's better than Yamamoto, who's never pitched a day in the bigs. Well, I mean, I would imagine that how much money Suzaki ends up getting paid probably will be directly related to how Yamamoto pitches when he gets to Major League Baseball. Because the thing you don't hear that much that's talked about when we're talking about $300 million and the Dodgers are going to sign him and the Yankees want him, Yamamoto is 5'10", 175 pounds. That is crazy small for a Major League Baseball starting pitcher. Like, honestly, being shorter than six foot and less than 200 pounds makes you like pretty right. pretty wafy for a starting pitch. Like most starting <laughs> pitchers, most starting pitchers are taller than that. Like most, starting pitch- <laughs> most starting pitchers are like six two, six three, six four. It's it's very wavy. small. That's <laughs> I can tell. This Suzaki guy is smaller than that. Now he's he's crazy. Uh, like you mentioned, he had the the absolutely unbelievable 19 strikeout per game, <laughs> 1.7 ERA in 91 innings. He's he's very he's also like I mean he's a kid, you know he's he's super young. He looks he ten. Also, yeah, he he looks. I mean, like Yamamoto looks very young, very small. Suzaki looks even a little bit. I mean, what what you know he's a kid. Like he's got he's got time to grow into that frame. I will say after the, you know, about seven and a half minutes of research I've done into this kid, I'm, I'm on Team Scotty here. Give me, give me this kid. Just save the money. He didn't, get, he didn't get posted by December 15th. Save the money. Let the Dodgers pay Yamamoto. Wait for this Suzaki kid to come over and just give him the blank check. I, I want to watch this guy pitch. Honestly, he's better than Yamamoto, and everyone over in the Far East knows it. Like, this guy... They're saying he's the best pitcher that's ever pitched in that league, ever. And he looks like he's 10 years old, and he can really pitch. I would agree with you. I have to ask you about the size of Yamamoto and the wear and tear on an arm. As you know, like these guys in the show, uh, even Otani blows his arm out. This is twice now he's had uh, Tommy John Multiple guys have had multiple Tommy Johns. And I want to know why is it that you think even at the college baseball level, which is where they draft high school and college guys, major league teams, that's all they do is scout in the NCAA and the high school levels. How is it that a guy that weighs 100 pounds in Japan is better than anyone they can find that's 6'3", 6'4", and 220 that can throw gas. The Pirates got the top kid out of LSU, and he's a monster. He looks like he ate the entire restaurant. Why is it that a guy that weighs 100 pounds can make $300 million? That is amazing to me. I mean, different ways to skin a cat, right? Like the the physics of starting pitching is, I mean, my brain like barely understands like what uh, a pitcher's body has to do to get the ball going with that velocity and actually know where it's going. I mean, I guess part of it is just the way that guys learn how to pitch in Japan. It's probably very differently than the way that they learn. I know that um, 
like a lot of the uh, a lot of the Japanese pitchers do different breaking balls than American pitchers. So American pitchers are going to learn a changeup and they're going to learn a curveball when they're young. You know, when you're 12, 13, 14, or whatever. And then if you're really good, maybe you start. You know, maybe you add something else, and that's just kind of where the variation comes. A lot of the Japanese guys, they'll have. They'll add, you know, they'll have five pitches they know how to throw. They'll, like, that was, I remember when you say Kikuchi came over, that was the thing I, I was enamored about by him, was the dude could throw six pitches for strikes. Now, none of those six pitches ended up being all that good. He's like a pretty average Major League Baseball starting pitcher. But, yeah, I, I think it literally probably does come down to, like, you know, cultural differences and, like, learning the skills. Like, these guys, these guys don't need the same... I guess they don't need like the same heft, the same, you know, and, and also, I mean, it's very easy to think about it from a physics problem, but you are going to generate more momentum towards the mound when you're taller because you are starting from further away from the mound. When you're six six, you are much higher off the ground than when you're 5'10". So, you know, that's another problem that these guys have to solve. And apparently they have, you know, I mean, the, these guys are not coming over throwing 88 miles an hour Interesting you say that about Otani, though. That is the, the largest athlete I've ever seen in person. I mean, other than, like, a basketball game or whatever. Right. But just, like, I remember I remember going to see him, and he was, like, standing next to Paul Goldschmidt at first base. And I was like, Paul Goldschmidt looks like Shohei Otani's kid brother over there right now. Like, it, it, <laughs> that, dude, that dude is a he's massive, huge. massive human. Yeah, he's huge. He's huge. So are you surprised that, like I am, in that – I think the scouting from the traditional college and high schools has to shift to the Far East for Major League Baseball because, you know, you talked about how um, Cashman was there. I think even Nightingale said it to me. He was there when uh, Yamamoto was throwing no hitters and he was tipping his hat to him and, you know, he saw him face-to-face at the game. I heard how he went and had dinner with Steve Cohen at his house. I don't care about that. I care more about the fact that Cashman was actually in Japan watching this guy pitch. Uh, I think that might mean more to the kid. I mean, I, I definitely, I definitely think that would be some. I mean, it would, it would mean a lot to me, you know. Based if a guy came and watched me pitch, like took, like literally went away from his family for ten days right. or whatever, and took me out to dinner and wined me and dined me, that would be a sales pitch that would work on me. It's, I mean, this is just this is the new generation of of sports. Like, like it, it doesn't make sense that a country of what you know, roughly three hundred million people, when the world is eight billion people, that all the greatest athletes to play the sport would come. From this country so of course you want to cast the net wider you know and i think i eventually i think we'll end up seeing that you know, with football we definitely already seen it in basketball i mean how many of the best players in basketball now did not grow up in the united states like it's like a huge percentage compared to 10 15 20 years ago yeah i just think the some of the best baseball players are coming from over there and that's all there is to it all right let's get your picks for tonight start off at lumen field with the eagles and seahawks who do you like you know, I, I like the Eagles. I, I think first off, Jalen Hurts is definitely playing. I, I just and if I'm wrong on this, like whatever, I will eat it. Jalen Hurts is is one of the toughest dudes in the NFL. He's not skipping this game no matter how sick he is. And I I think when you get in the game, like I bet he feels terrible. I don't think it's an exaggeration that he feels awful, but you get in the game, you get the adrenaline going, you know, he gets hit once or whatever, and then like his his body like 
is just going to take over. You know, the, the conditioning that he's done for like literally his entire adult life is, is going to take over. So I, I like the Eagles side here quite a bit. And uh, you're investing in the total. I do. I like the over here. So Darius Slay is going to be out for the Eagles defense. I think that's going to be a real cascade effect. The Eagles passing defense is already terrible. I don't care if it's Geno or if it's Drew Locke. I, I think this game, and I know primetime overs are like negative a billion this year. They've like never hit. But I, uh, well, we got we got one with the Raiders and the Chargers last week. Uh, so I, I, I do think that there's a chance of a boat race tonight. So I'm leaning on the over here as well. You're getting into the NBA tonight. A tough one for the Clippers on the streets playing a tough pacer team in Indy. Yep. I I can't believe I'm saying this, but the Clippers are finally starting to turn a quarter a little bit here. They, they've looked a lot better on offense. Uh, and Tyrese Halliburton has this left knee bruise, and Miles Turner has a hamstring injury. I think even if both of those guys go, I think they'll be playing in a little bit of a limited capacity. The Clippers are at full strength. I, I think I, I side with the Clippers there. And you're going to go with another one. Is it T-Wolves, Heat, and Miami? What are you doing there? I'm taking, I'm taking the Timberwolves here. The Timberwolves defense, I, I mean, not only are they the best defense in the NBA, if you were looking at best defenses, points by 100 possessions, like in NBA history, they are one of the best. And now, granted, you know, I mean, we're, we're 30% of the way through the season, so a lot of stuff left, but this defense is unreal. You know, our, our boy Anthony Edwards is, is making the leap. I am on the T-Wolves side. I'm just not really a Heat regular season guy. Talk to me Talk to me in the postseason about betting on the Miami Heat, for sure. And uh, Ann Edwards having a bad media day with the reports of him trying to buy off his lover to get an abortion. Not a good day in the press. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, Carver High. I will pay money to see... 
a comeback here. They're down two scores. They were down four scores, and uh, that sounds like the Constitution. Anyway, uh, now they're down 28-14. The third stringer, seven-foot quarterback, who is awful, he's as bad as the other one. Uh, what did you see? Like, the receiver made great catches. That's why they scored, not because he made good passes. Yeah. They were terrible passes. Yeah, this kid playing quarterback, the freshman, uh, Von Kemp, or whatever his name is, he, he ain't that good. But that number 17, the wide receiver for Western Kentucky, he caught, made a ridiculous catch in the end zone on the first touchdown. <laughs> and then this second touchdown, he basically just, you know, the ball was so far over his head, he just stuck his hand up in the air and just brought it down like it was, like it was a tennis ball. Like he brought it. I mean, it was just an insane catch by this dude and he's got both scores and they're now 28 14 and they got the ball back old dominion's done nothing since they got up 28 nothing so we'll see if uh, western kentucky can get themselves a little bit closer here on this drive they just picked up picked up a first down they're in an injury timeout all right rest of the nfl rams beat washington 28 to 20 it really Cover. wasn't as close as the score indicates thankfully Washington missed that two-point conversion at the end so that the Rams could cover. Cooper oh. Cup getting involved on CBS. Yeah, he's an explosive, dynamic oh, wide receiver. Carr looking. Now throws. End zone. Touchdown. Jawan Johnson. Whoop. Uh, that so that good. was God. that was the uh, – I think that was the Saints game right there. That wasn't was. Cup. It was. I told you I hate yeah, this guy, Carr. I don't want to hear it anymore. We just wanted you to hear Carr again. That's why. He's doing it. He's doing it. To, he's doing it to mess with me. My man AJ Foy trying to mess with me. He knows I hate Derek Carr. Quit. Now, now he's got Cooper Cup getting involved on CBS. All right. Cup in motion. Stafford off the play fake. Looking long for Cooper Cup. He's wide open. He's got it in stride. He's going to go in. 62 yards. What a breakdown by the Commanders. <laughs> well, they've been breaking down all year, and uh, Ron Riverboat is out on uh, Black Monday. Count on that. Yeah, if he even makes it that far. What an awful job by them yesterday. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Patriots 27-17. to Here's Andy Reid, uh, fresh off getting that FedEx from the league office uh, for his comments <laughs> the week before. For uh, 100 large. They needed that win. <laughs> Well, listen, when you're as close as the AFC is right now, um, you know, wins are, wins are hard to get, and you, you better enjoy each one, and they're very important. And so this one, uh, no different than that because of the situation. Um, and, you know, I like the way some of the guys approach this thing, and and uh, my leadership stepped up and did a, did a nice job. and. Uh, yeah, I mentioned Spags and Nags on the offensive side, Dave Tobe. Their, their leadership was important at this time, and they, they did a good job with it. Yeah, they played a terrible team is why they won. And here's another one for you. Every time, literally, the Chiefs complete a pass, their receivers fumble the ball. I mean, all you have to do is tackle them, and they'll fumble. All these people keep talking about this Rasheed Rice. He's some kind of badass. That guy fumbles more than anyone I've ever seen in my life. All you got to do is touch him, and he fumbles the ball. So I'm not at all because they beat the Patriots. I bet on them yesterday, minus eight, and covered and cashed a ticket. I mean, that's a miracle, Christmas miracle in itself.
Did you see the throw this guy just made now? I mean, honestly, look at this kid. I, you got to oh, see this replay. I saw Bell it. Camp. so awful. And, How did the guy drop it? And then it? the linebacker dropped the pick. Look at this. It's in, oh, it's, it's in I his saw arms. It. I mean, he's off the football. What a loser. Uh, there you go. He, he's uh, awful. Saturday, there was three games on Saturday as well. Uh, Bengals beat the Vikings in overtime 27 to 24. Chase did leave that game for the Bengals uh, with the AC joint sprain, but a huge win for them. They get to the eight and six crowd in the AFC. Vikings now seven and seven uh, there. They're in one of those last two wildcard spots in the NFC. The Colts beat the Steelers. 30 to 13. I would personally like to thank Shane Steichen for kicking that field goal at the end that got me over the 42 and a half. My, my, I'll be sending him a Christmas card next week. Uh, but Mike Tomlin and the Steelers, Scotty, uh, not playing their best right now. And here's Mike admitting that. All right, man, let's be honest, right? We're a fundamentally poor football group right now. We're playing losing football. And um, I take responsibility for that. Um, by losing football, I mean we're just not doing fundamental things well enough. We're not. Um, we're turning the ball over. We're highly penalized. We don't play good in situations. And so I'm just acknowledging that. Um, I don't necessarily have the answers as we sit here today. If I had the answers, we'd have played differently today. Uh, their season's over, okay? And uh, as I said to uh, Adam Kaplan, uh, listen, he has lost that team so obviously to anyone that knows anything about football. They're not playing for him anymore. And that's, folks, when it's the end of the line. That's it. They have to make massive changes, and it's to the coaching staff. I've heard all I can take about they don't have players. I don't believe for one minute that Deontay Johnson and Pickens aren't good, Friar Muth. I'm not going to listen to... Uh, Minka's not good. T.J. Watt's not good. Highsmith's not good. Uh, they have all kinds of talent. Why don't they run the ball behind Jones on the right side? The guy's seven foot tall, 375 pounds, and they run left every time they run the ball. I'll tell you, the only guy that sucks monkey onions on that team is Najee Harris. He is a <laughs> phony uh, ass candy ass back out of Alabama that is not tough enough to run in the NFL. He should go back to Alabama and play against the Citadel in November. How many times did you see him on Saturday? Just get the handoff. And this was even down by the goal line. And just bite it. And he just ran into the back of the line. Like, I, I don't know what he was doing. It was, it was almost like he was throwing the game. Like, I couldn't understand what Najee was doing out there, uh, awful job. And in the third game on Saturday, Lions destroyed the Broncos, uh, 42 to 17. Uh, Dan Campbell, uh, this was a good matchup for us. No kidding. Yeah. This game is about matchups. It's about matchups. And so the next matchup is out at Minnesota. We got to find a way to, um, you know, to find those, just like they're going to try to do against us. And, uh, and come out of there with a W. But that's what this time of year is about, December, and certainly playoffs. It's about the matchups. They're going to the playoffs. I don't really believe in them like I did in the first half of the season. And the thing I got out of yesterday was watching Sean Payton light up Russell Wilson. That's what I got out of that game, watching him cuss out his star overpaid quarterback on the sideline. Give me some more of that because uh, I thought that game sucked.
the game was absolutely awful, but you're right. Uh, watching uh, Peyton light up Russ uh, on the sidelines, that uh, was rather interesting indeed. Okay, here we are. Uh, we have one more game, of course, tonight in week number 15. But the AFC, that's set uh, through 15 weeks, Scotty. The Ravens are in the top spot, followed by the Dolphins, Chiefs, and Jags. They all lead those divisions. Wild cards as of this moment. Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Indianapolis. You see that the Texans, the Bills, still in the hunt. Steelers and Broncos also at 7-7. Seven and seven. I, I still think – I want to see Houston and Buffalo in. They're better teams than the crappy overrated Bengals and the Colts. Uh, the Colts aren't real. They're, they're in games. I think Steichen's done a hell of a job. But you cannot tell me in any stretch that you would rather watch the Dolts in the playoffs than Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. And I'll tell you what – I want to watch C.J. Stroud and the Texans more than I want to watch Browning. I'll give Browning this. His girlfriends and their friends are smoking hot, and I want to see more of them in the luxury suite drinking and dancing and jumping up and down and having fun because watching them is way better than watching the Bengals play. Watching the Bengals play is very tough. Uh, there's no doubt. But they're winning the last couple of weeks. No question there. Uh, and the Bengals and the Steelers on Saturday, right, Scotty? That's the Saturday afternoon. Uh, Horrible game. game. They have two games. <laughs> Horrible game. Uh, there goes ODU down the sidelines, uh, down to the 20. So we'll see if the, uh, the Monarchs can get themselves into the end zone here for seven more. On the NFC side, Niners in control. They have 11 wins. The Eagles will try to get their 11th win tonight in Seattle. Lions are in good control, good shape. They're three games up with three to play. They can win the NFC North, I believe, this uh, weekend against Minnesota. Bucks 7-7. Seven and seven. They also uh, are tied with the Saints but have the tiebreaker. Atlanta's a game back, and there you go. Minnesota, Rams, New Orleans, all 7-7 seven and seven with three weeks to play. Listen, I like it the way it is right now. I, I love that Rams offense. Yeah. And they score 30 a week. And I, I like them better than the Saints any day of the week. And Tampa right now is going to get in. And I like it the way it is. Dallas, Minnesota, and the Rams in. And then the Hunt teams, leave them all out. Get them out. I like it just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, and, boy, what a what a bad week for Green Bay, right? I mean, you remember when they came off that win against the Chiefs, Every, they were 6-6. Six and six. They were back. Yeah. Everybody thought they were no doubt about it going to be in the playoffs. They now lose to finished. the Giants, and then they lose uh, to the Bucks at home. And now they're 6-8, and eight, and Done. they had all kinds of problems uh, here with the last couple weeks to go. Uh, all right, so we turn to Monday Night Football in Seattle tonight, Scotty. We'll start here, and then we'll finish it up at the top of the hour. Uh, of course, uh, the Eagles are there to play the Seahawks. Jalen Hurts was questionable with the illness. He's going to play tonight. He's in Seattle with the team. Uh, of course, he's been sick the past couple of days. He will be out there. Darius Slay will not be out there for the Eagles. Matt Patricia is going to call the plays on D. You talked about this with Adam Kaplan earlier in the show. So, Nick Sirianni, bad couple of weeks for the Eagles. Didn't want to hit the panic button. This was before they made this move. I guess you hit the panic button a little if you change your defensive play caller, but here's Sirianni. That's kind of how I, I look at this, right? There, there's some there's some criticisms out there. Like I answered the motion question, but there's some other things I'm like, huh, maybe we maybe we can look at that. Maybe we can do a little bit more there. So 
I think that shows like th that we listen. We'll look for. We'll we'll find every different way we can to improve what we're doing on offense now or defense, right? And so that's the same thing. Like we don't want to. We're not hitting a panic button as far as we got to do everything. That, we didn't play good the last. We didn't play good, and we didn't coach good the last two weeks. We didn't play good enough, and we didn't coach good enough the last two weeks to win the games. Um, and it wasn't up to our standards. So we're pissed, and we're looking for ways to to fix that. Yeah, look, they played bad against good teams and lost two games in a row. Uh, and all this talk about, you know, they suck and everything. They had tough games. They lost them. And here they are, I think, with an opportunity in front of their face against a team that I think you can already put a fork in. You got to win this game tonight in Seattle. They're already finished. So, Go in there and, and knock their teeth in. Uh, Philadelphia's flat out better than Seattle. I don't care, 12th man or otherwise, Lumen Field. Go in there and win the game. They need to win tonight. They can't lose three in a row, Mike. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's time for today in Carver High history. It certainly is. Why don't we start in 1956? Phil Rizzuto signs as the Yankees radio TV announcer. Well, what a huckleberry he is. 1973, Yankees signed Dick Williams as manager. The AL president later overturns that. 1998, Seattle wins their first ever division title with a 9-7 record. 94, Daryl Strawberry pleads not guilty on tax evasion charges. That's no good. 2018, Man United sacks high-profile manager Jose Marino as they sit in sixth place at 19 points behind Liverpool. 2000, uh, 2022, one year ago today, Argentina beats France 4-2 to in the penalty shootout after the teams went through extra time, deadlocked at three, to win the World Cup in Qatar. 
Leo Messi, two goals for Argentina. Mbappe had the hat trick still to this day. And we're probably going to be saying this 15, 20, 25 years from now. Probably the best World Cup final you could ever possibly watch in terms of the excitement, the star power, all the things that went on in that game. It was bonkers. I'm just glad the guy finally won a World Cup. And then what he did in short order in Miami was literally take over that city. He is the king of Miami more than LeBron James ever was. I mean, your guy Messi, he's topped Dwayne Wade. He's topped, you heard me, Dan Marino. He's topped Don Shula. Messi has drawn more to that city. You go to watch this guy play a game now, it costs you $1,000 for a ticket. Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, Amazing uh, how things have changed. And next year he'll play a regular, real regular schedule with them. You know, once they start the MLS up uh, again in the spring. All right, we'll come back and finish Monday Night Football, and then we have a lot to do. The bowl games to talk about. Lots of NBA tonight. We have hockey tonight as well. Uh, and it was a big weekend in college basketball, too, with a lot of good games. Yeah, and Old Dominion scored again because Western Kentucky is hairdryer city. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.